Imagine it's Friday. What news do you have from BizDev department? Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> this is the question? Yeah, because I like to start with some news. Um, yeah, so we can start, right? Right. You know what I got from the last week? Mm -hmm. It's very interesting. Um, I don't know, my man said recently I was thinking like, oh, well, so we're building products. Right. We're shipping products. Amazing. We help startups. But recently when we discussing, we're discussing this deal, I understood that we're not discussing the building of something like product. We're discussing business. And I was like, wow. <laughs> so we are kind of a part of this business. And I saw like how the founder was a bit nervous and his like assumptions and risks from his side. And I was like, wow, really? And it's also amazing when the, uh, the founder is very transparent with us, when they feel that they can tell us more, that when we can dive into the details about their business, just to understand what is their current stage, their possibilities, and how we as Parallel can help. And this is kind of the main idea of Venture Studio, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Let's put a pin in Venture Studio. We'll come back to this idea. Okay. We dove right into the deep end today. I'm here with Kate Novoselova, our guys. VP of Business Development. And we're going to talk all about Portugal, about yeah. her app idea that she's working on, yeah. and about our relationships with founders around the world, because you're a huge part of that relationship. Thank and I'm you. so excited. I hope everyone out there had a great week. Kate, I asked you what you'd like to drink for our show today. So what are some mm. of your favorite uh, drinks for a hot summer day? So my favorite drink is lemonade. Uh, but yeah, as I told you before that I was inspired um, and I, I decided it would be nice to drink something from beer. Yeah. And please help me if I'm wrong, but probably today is a cherry uh, Belgian beer. Yeah. I think it's a crake. It's sweet. It should be a little sweet. So we're going to start with the cherry beer. Have a palate cleanser with the uh, non-alcoholic lemonade and then move on to this fruity sour ale. Sounds good. I'm looking forward to this drink and this conversation. Because it's Friday, right? Because it's Friday. <laughs> so. All right. So cherry beer. Cheers. Why do you like cherry beer so much? Um, really, I'm not a big fan of beer, unfortunately, mm -hmm. or fortunately, I don't know. Mm -hmm. And uh, I like sweet cocktails, mm -hmm. but I don't know, I, I thought that it would be nice to have something between like beer, cocktails and sweet, and I just decided that this is going to be a good option. Yeah, it's lovely. Um, I'm not a huge fan of cherry flavored things. I love cherries. Fresh cherries are delicious, mm -hmm. but cherry flavored. But this is good. I love cherries. <laughs> All right. Let's dive back into the venture studio that we were just getting to. And last week we posted on our social media accounts that we have a product team ready to start rolling in the middle of July. And the call was for founders, if you have an early stage idea, that you want this team to immediately jump on. We were offering uh, some sort of uh, free... Yeah, pre-discovery. Pre-discovery phase to explore the idea and the relationship and see if it would work. 
Um, what have you found via that offer and do we have anything exciting or is that what you were just telling me about? Yeah, it was, uh, we already had a call with one founder and interesting thing that this founder is from Portugal as well. Mm -hmm. And his idea is pretty good, it's around uh, France. His name actually is Martin. And his idea is around like friends, group of friends. They decided to go somewhere to like hang out or have some event. And they create the pool, like create the pool, like uh, offer uh, from there and uh, some options like bar or I don't know, uh, exhibition or hiking. And somehow like uh, it all merged, merged and then like the decision is on the platform but not on the like people. Ah, okay. Yeah, and also like the, uh, you can vote as right. like a person. You can vote, what, what would you like to do? And then, so you can go and do all the stuff based on voting. And also this is a kind of platform that which, provide, uh, which connect you know, some events like concerts or I don't know, some, some kind of events and mm -hmm. they, they can buy some tickets and go to the concert and have fun. Super, yeah. I think there's a lot of room for innovation in this sort of small to medium-sized group, events, planning, organization, connecting, communication, because a lot of it happens like on Facebook. Yeah. And not everybody likes Facebook for That's obvious strange. reasons. <laughs> so I, I, I think there's a lot of potential in that. And you guys are working on something that we'll get to in a little bit that's yeah. quite similar. Um, right. All right, but the last time we talked was at the 2022 planning session mm -hmm. last winter. Right. Since then, a lot has happened. And now that it's July and half of 2022 has swept away already, uh, what are some highlights that you could share with us about the first half of this year? Oh, wow. It was, I mean, six months, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. It feels like one month because we did it a lot. So, I mean, even our team changed a bit, like people inside. And uh, yeah, so we tried a lot. We changed our like places of living. For instance, I was living in Minsk. But right now, I, I think I live in Portugal. And from something interesting that we like, we started to build partnership together with Elena, with Lubov, with other people, Kostya. So we think, we believe that our partners can make us stronger and can give us like the chance to help more uh, startups to cover more things in this cycle, right? to give them, to provide them this value. Um, this is like kind of interesting thing. Also personally, me, if we speak about me. Sure. Right. <laughs> I tried my skills like, uh, so I recently helped to close the deal. So start up from Spain, it calls Tribo. I hope I pronounced it correctly. <laughs> uh, I helped them, I connected them with another company uh, which uh, was very interested in investments. So they invested into that company and they, so actually this is a deal, I helped start up to continue running their business and go further. And I'm very proud of this because I did not like personal me, but from 
like a parallel person as a parallel team so we help them mm -hmm. to do this and this is kind of fundraising topic that we not covering like fully but yeah. Still, at least, we are building this network of investors. For sure. In order to, from first like point here is to share with them some interesting startups, exciting projects, and from another side to help our like exciting uh, startups and exciting founders like to be funded. Definitely, yeah, and it's part of sort of our new mission uh, that we've started this year and even into last year of uh, providing just more support to founders and the startups that we work with, whether that is fundraising, finding accelerators, making an accelerator for right. them, offering some equity for service or service for equity from our side. So it's very exciting. I'm curious about um, your investor network. So. How did you sort of connect the startup and this particular investor? And how, I guess, is the biz dev team and our, you've mentioned other people were involved as well. How are we trying to find these early stage investors that are a good fit for products that are within our portfolio? So technically it's pretty, I'm, I, I can't say that it's a complicated process. Uh -huh. So what you need is just to understand uh, on high level about startups. So like from my side, you can also see some things inside like team, their plans, how serious they are. And then like from another side, we are always um, trying to connect more uh, investors or let's say accelerator programs which, uh, who are like uh, ready to invest. And of course, we are trying like from first step to analyze them. If like there is a match, then we have some talks. And let's say, for example, PG Drive. So they are uh, also investing. So it took uh, me just like one year before uh, we really did some, something together. Like I introduced, they invested. And right now we're discussing partnership like more like how they can uh, share with us founders, uh, I mean, the ideas, startups, and how we can like collaborate together. It's just in discussion, but still also Kostya, he's working on it. He's traveling a lot. He yeah. visited, uh, I believe, two um, conferences. Recently, yeah, last a couple of weeks ago was Hub Berlin, and a yeah. couple of weeks before that was right. Latitude, 47 right, right. something. Nine. Nine. <laughs> okay, I, I hope I'm not wrong here. Victoria, also our project manager, so she joined him mm -hmm. and they both together they were networking and like meeting new people from other companies, like in order to understand how to build strong partnership and like to have, uh, I mean, like an ecosystem for startups where like let's say you have problem like how to run your business and at one time you need to like talk to I don't know hundreds of people but you can come to Perlek like, let's say from, to one person and this one person can like free up some of your time because this one person have like specific connection right connections and I believe in this I, I, you're, you're that person right? <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. talk to Kate. She will sort it out for your startup. Right, right. All right. 
All right, um, let's talk a little bit about Portugal then, because it really seems like a hot spot for digital nomads, for startups. It seems like a lovely place to live. Uh, you went there initially with one of our teams. You guys yeah. went all together. Uh, how big was the team and how long did they sort of work together in Lisbon or outside of Lisbon? So, uh, yeah, uh, it was February mm -hmm. and uh, client, our, found, uh, our startup client, uh, together with Parallax, they decided to make a gift. Like, uh, it's not just like gift, gift, but it was a huge work of team. Irina, as a, a product manager, she's amazing. And uh, team itself, like all Lena, all other people, Agata, Igor, uh, Ilya, um, Nastya. So, yeah, and all other people who participated. <laughs> Anton also was there. So, uh -huh. and it was, I don't remember exactly how many people, but it, it was about 10 people. But for some reason, all other parallel people, they like, several parallel people, they also came to Lisbon, Portugal uh, and like about, I mean, about 10 people were there, right? Awesome. All right. So this, uh, this trip was a gift from the founder as a sort of uh, thank you to the team for, yeah. it was, he's been with us like a year or yes. something at that point. So the team was uh, fans for, they launched uh, their app recently, at least, and the website. It yes. uh, connects um, MMIA fighters with their fans. Check it out at <laughs> Fans4. We'll put a link to the website in our show notes. So the team was there as sort of a gift uh, from the founder for their hard work on the product. Right. And you ended up staying there for longer. Yes. Right, with Vika, uh, <laughs> yes. our head of design. If you don't know Vika, um, you can go back to episode uh, four of our show and see my interview with her. I recommend it. <laughs> yes. From last summer, right? Mm -hmm. um, but you and Vika stayed in, in Lisbon for a while and you've, you've worked together and created a lot of interesting things there. So tell us a little bit about um, the app that you two are working on. Yeah, uh, just a few words about this Fans4 trip. Sure. Yeah, we were there one month. Mm -hmm. And uh, this was amazing time because uh, from one side it was gift, from another side we all like worked together. So it was kind of vacation. And I saw how team becomes closer. I mean, and uh, it was very inspiring to work together, even for me, because uh, it was COVID, then like it is COVID, quarantine time and like all people, they were working remotely. And uh, it happened that we were all together in one, in one space. And even for me, it was uh, interesting because I can like talk to everyone right now. I don't need to text a message yeah. on uh, Slack. I just can, Irina, can you help me with this? like? Uh, Lena, can you help me design uh, our like founder? He asked how to do it better, this better, and it was amazing time. And uh, I really appreciate that uh, our founder uh, fans for and Parallax. So uh, they also understand how it's important to do such things for uh, Parallax people because it like inspires, motivates a lot. 
And yes, uh, I decided to stay in Portugal because I was inspired by Portugal mm -hmm. and all the stuff um, uh, which is going there. And Vika uh, also came <laughs> to us. And yeah, so right now I'm living there. <laughs> awesome. Well, tell us a little bit about how you, mm, your impressions of the startup scene in Portugal. Is it, I'm curious, is it like, mostly people from other countries that move there and live there as digital nomads? Are there Portuguese startup people that are really excited about making products for the local market or for the Spanish Portuguese market or for the wider European market? Mm -hmm. What's the scene like in the community like that you right. found there? Well, so uh, just imagine I lived there three or four months, mm -hmm. I don't know exactly, but I know just one or two Portuguese people. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting. What about interesting about Portugal is that each week, like all those digital nomads, founders, they are just traveling and they all come to Portugal, staying there like a little bit. And I hear a lot of uh, stories how just like you come there for one week and then you decided to live there and they all doing some kind of relocation to Portugal. And uh, there is a huge community of digital nomads as well. It call, uh, they are all based basically in luggage. Mm -hmm. So they have their, this digital nomad community. And uh, from what I uh, noted that, noticed that um, there are many events uh, which is connected to startup topic. Web3, of course, so it's a, like popular place for these startups as well and yeah I mean you can every day you meet new person who is like from Canada from United States like from Paris who just decided to leave several years there to build their startup and yeah there is a huge community fantastic so uh, tell us uh, about the app that you and Vika decided to start Building for the communities. It's specifically yeah. for Portugal, right? For or now, is that just the test market? Yeah, it's it's uh, the test market, right? And I just like wanna tell you a story. So when I uh, came to Portugal, so it hap it it makes sense. So I'm like alone with few friends, all my parents, like friends in another country, and we were using another like apps to meet new people, to like, uh, I don't know, to do something together nice, like hiking or, uh, I don't know, go to some places, explore area. And uh, yeah, uh, I understood there is a huge uh, problem. It's not a like, it's like my friend told me a nice uh, idea that people will always buy uh, fruits and vegetables. Right? So it doesn't matter what is going on. So like people will always buy some food. And here it is the same that people feel lonely. Uh, right now they are traveling a lot. Um, there are a lot of people who relocate, change countries. And when you're in another country, let's say you're located or let's say you came uh, to another, come to another country, you're like, let's say it's a business trip. Just imagine you, John, uh, in Portugal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. All right. I'm, yes. I'm seeing it. <laughs> yeah. And for some reason, you're without your family. I don't know why. Or, right. or okay, with your family. 
And then you're sitting like, okay, uh, I finished my work. What should I do right now? Where should I go? You're opening our application and you just see Vika. She's, I don't know, doing some bar party. <laughs> Vika, sorry. And yeah, and you're like, okay, I will join them. Right. So we wanna build some application for, to, to find friends. Right. Yeah, for people who feel lonely, for people who need those friends, for people, uh, for people who are traveling a lot and they change places a lot, a lot and when you change the place, you don't know uh, people there. Right. And you want to somehow have a quality time. And you don't necessarily want to go on Tinder. To <laughs> yeah, but Tinder is also yeah, nice. I, I used Tinder in sure. Italy uh -huh. and, uh, because uh, I had some problem with my another app and I downloaded Tinder uh -huh. and then I made description like, hey, I'm Kate, like it's Kate and I just want to meet nice people, uh, same mindset people who love startups, all this thing and like nothing more. <laughs> and really we met a really nice guy, his name is uh, Norman and uh, he originally is from Italy and he works at venture capital firm, something like this, with EI experience. So you already found an investor, right? <laughs> yeah, you see, and uh, Tinder could be also like, but the main goal Great of Tinder... Great yeah. <laughs> channel. <laughs> joking, we are joking. <laughs> but it, it, it's just like one like, use case, right? Well, yeah, I've heard that from other people before, that travel a lot, they don't, they're not actually like looking for new romantic partnerships or anything they just are in a different city and they want to they want to network somehow digitally quickly and then meet the person in person and and have some sort of aligned interest right right and aligned yeah, interest yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and not necessarily romantic it can be about startups it can be about hiking to a waterfall whatever um, but there aren't really a lot of digital solutions that fit this problem. Yes. Um, so you're building one. Right, with Vika. And uh, uh, our idea is to make it, um, to give the feeling of the vibe of person. Because, uh, yeah, we did some research. We know the existing apps. There are existing solutions which already brings, uh, bring value to the users and they can like solve this problem. But for some reason, we feel that we know how to do it better mm -hmm. <laughs> right mm -hmm. now. And uh, uh, for us, we, we, it's our problem. So we are solving with Vika our problem first. Uh -huh. And we do understand, so we will use this app. And through this app, it, this is another topic. Like, idea is to educate people to make this networking and like connection and friendship because from what I understood, especially when we did this offline event in Lisbon so that pe for people it's very difficult to make connections. For me it's easy because I work, I'm this deaf person, but for people who are not connected to this, don't have such, so many conversations and it's pretty difficult to f find friends, even like I can like be just taxi driver and telling him idea and he was like, oh my god for me it's so difficult to make new friends so and always 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 I hear that from people that it's 
why this is why I like tried uh, made this example about food and mm -hmm. fruits and vegetables. Yeah. That it, this is problem will always uh, I think exist. Right. I guess culturally um, you sort of stagnate with your social circle after university, right? And so it depends very much on your coworkers and where you work. So, and sometimes that's a good thing. You can be friends with your colleagues, but sometimes like there's sort of like, it's hard to build a close personal relationship with someone if you see them every day in the office. Sometimes yeah. it happens, sometimes it doesn't. Um, but outside of like university then work, there's not a lot of um, opportunity, I guess, to build personal relationships culturally in Western Europe and America, I feel like, I don't Yeah, here, there are also these, not the problem, but just the situation when you're traveling a lot, you're a digital nomad, or let's say you're just traveling because of the business, and when you have this free time, your business finished, so you will always think about what to do, what, how I should like spend my evening, yeah. because nobody wants in a new country, let's say, to spend his evening just like laying, but of course, if you're not very tired, right? So. Doom scrolling on Twitter, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting, and I'm very interested right now because I'm seeing after sort of post-COVID-ish opening up, right. I'm seeing uh, there's a lot of emphasis on like digital communities, right? For startups and, and, and makers and indie hackers and everybody, Web3 people are on discourse and there are a million slacks you can join. But um, I find that the reward from like smaller local in-person community engagement is much higher personally. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm trying to like explore ways that these things can mix which I think is what you guys are doing as well. Like, you're part of a digital nomad culture in Portugal mm -hmm. that, that exists online, right? Uh, for the most part, it's huge. There are lots of founders there, there are lots of creative people there. But you threw an event for this group and, and you collected some of these people in person. So uh, tell us about this event that you threw in, in Lisbon, mm -hmm. right? Um, was it like a test run for the app itself or was it just to get to know the people there? So, um, before, um, before it, it's, the, this all connected. I mean, I had this conversation with our uh, chief of marketing, Aliana, and with Pavel. So, like, I'm going to Portugal. What should I do there? Like, and Alena and Pavel, they like told me, oh, maybe you should do a branch and like invite people and uh, yeah, do some this stuff, cool stuff. And I was, oh yeah, nice idea, I like it. But for some reason, it for, for me it was, I mean, it was scary for me to be just one person who do everything. And I felt like, oh my God, I'm like just one person. How I should like invite them? How I should, where I should do this? How I, how, I, how, I can, how I can do this? I'm just like one person. And it was my fear, really. Mm -hmm. uh, but then we were sitting with Vika and like discussing all this stuff. And first, at, at some point we just like, okay, let's create event. I know the platform. Vika created the designs, amazing. We just uh, wrote some description. So 2 a.m. And we launched our event, so right. in like three hours. 
And we were like sitting like, oh, well, cool, let's go sleep. Yeah, <laughs> we, we did it. Did, was there sangria involved? Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, no. no. All right. Um, so was that connected to Altos? Was this sort of like um, um, sort of a test run for the idea or did you just want to make an event? No, uh, actually it was... Um, in our even description, we wrote that we want to invite people and discuss startup challenges like product development, design, uh, fundraising, marketing, just like come there and let's talk about our challenges, our like problems, let's see what issues and try to find people who can like advise you on something. This was our like main goal. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we, we were there, so... Um, okay, let me dig into this a little bit more. Yeah, you, sure, you, sure. You're living in some like Airbnb, right? You don't have a space. We don't have an office there. <laughs> so, okay, you got to find a space. Is it going to be brunch? Is it going to be coffee? Is it going to be at a bar with alcohol? Like, tell what... I knew that... Uh, uh, we, a new founder, her name is Joanna, and mm -hmm. we were talking about her project. She lives in Portugal. Uh, and she uh, recommended me several nice places, like where to eat, like spend some time. And this bar, where we hold this event, uh, was in that list. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, this is a nice place, this bar. Let's just like put this bar as a place of our networking event, because it's like... Uh, open space bar mm -hmm. so you're outside mm -hmm. it's like uh, pretty warm there already was and we just like yeah we decided to choose that place before the event I uh, we came to this place just to check mm -hmm. if it's like enough space if it's cute like and all this stuff and I went to the manager and like hey we are going to, and I was like so proud, we are going to hold the event, like a big event <laughs> here. What we should do, Let, let's discuss some benefits. Right. And manager just told me, well, oh, there are so many people who do this here. You can just come here and like enjoy your time. Yeah. That's it. And I was like, oh, well, okay. <laughs> And that's it. This is the story um, how we like understood like where we should be, what is the place, and yeah, it was a really good decision. Mm -hmm. So, how much did you try to like orchestrate the event itself, other than choosing the location and the time? Um, did you try and have speakers, or did you just let people come and network and hands off? <laughs> It's not, it's a very cool question because it was uh, my pain, I believe, for Vika as well. Um, so, uh, organizational side is not very uh, difficult. So, you use a platform, you create event, then you have wait list. First, we have one limitation. Then, because people texted and DM'd us and like, hey, I want to join your uh, event, can I come too with my friend? And we were like, okay, let's extend the numbers, the number of uh, people who can attend. And um, what was difficult uh, is when you don't have speaker 
it was your question, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I didn't want to be a person like who just like talking, 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 talking with right. everyone like a lot, just one person, and everyone just sitting and listening. Right. I this this wasn't our um, point here. The goal was. Uh, when people come to the place, it was a bit stressful because it's open space, it's a bar, nobody knows us in person, it was just a first meeting as yeah. well, and they were like texting, hey Kate, where are you, where are you, and I will, and Vika was like, uh, meeting new people, then introducing, meeting new people, introducing, and we were like, oh, before like everyone uh, uh, came, and um, what I was telling to people is that, look, I'm not a speaker here. I, I won't pitch you anything here. Just come to the like people, introduce yourself and try to find out as much as possible uh, about another person. Hmm. Just talk. That's it. And when we like uh, introduced each other, like I and Vika, we help people to make these introductions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to make the like uh, some connections to find some like. Uh, points where they can like discuss something in common. This was our uh, actual goal. Awesome. Yeah. So, uh, launching soon then is the the app itself called Altos. Yeah. There's Altos. a website, right? Altos.com. Yes. Right. Altos. Okay. Altosapp.com. Altosapp.com. Uh, I believe right now it's just a sign-up form. Yeah. But how soon is that going to change? Um, I hope soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I and Vika, we're working on uh, to understand what will be our MVP. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm curious about what, what is the... Yeah, for now, um, I'm not sure that I'm, like, I'm ready with the vision mm -hmm. because we're still in this discussion phase and because of all this like um, traveling uh, and work, so it doesn't like... It, it's not very uh, fast because uh, like all of our time work at Parallax and yeah, like yeah, yeah. Vicky is a hardware designer and like in biz dev and then like uh, after our work we like uh, spend some time and work on Altus. Well I'm curious I guess from a high level perspective because I, I kind of see like two different options basically it could be like the personality matchmaking function like similar to Tinder, uh -huh. right? You make a profile and you try and connect with like-minded along some interest in some certain location, so Lisbon or Berlin, whatever. Person-to-person right. -person sort of connector. Or it would be like a event hosting app where I want to, like you guys did, I want to host an event and these are the types of people profiles that I want yeah. to attract to my event. Yeah, you're pretty close. Uh, <laughs> I think I believe in MVP because MVP we should ship fast. Mm. It, it is the approach that Parallax teaches us that we should ship fast. So uh, here we like um, here is like a matching like approach as well. And I think because of the time limitations, it will be just limited feature like the most valuable feature. And for now, we think that it will be. Uh, events like to create events, to host event, and maybe some kind of matchmaking uh, algorithm, which like you can just choose, like yeah, uh, as let's say in Tinder or, or so on. 
right? But uh, the main will be uh, event hosting. Uh, yeah. Uh, as I told you, we're still we did some cast dev interviews. I mm -hmm. personally also did some cast dev, even like I didn't have any experience. And thanks to Vika, she helped with all these questions. And thanks to Artem Gradyevsky, he sent me like the book, uh, Mom Test, it calls yeah, yeah. about cast death interviews. And mm -hmm. I was reading this book and I was like, oh my God, this is an idea. I should write down it and I should adjust my questions. Yeah. And um, so actually we don't have like the previous experience, right? So we do like as we feel that the right. We have pitch deck, uh, we have website, we have wait list. Yeah. Uh, we have users who are oh, okay, how's it going? Oh, Vika, uh, have you launched? Yeah, so we want to try. We even want to hold a party, launch party. Of course. <laughs> because it's all about networking, right? Right, right, right. And what I also found out, I was in Vilnius and I met a uh, product lead from Spotify, uh, Shopify. Mm -hmm. And I had an interesting conversation about uh, Parallel and about the app. And from what I understood, and maybe it would be uh, helpful for founders or, or other people at Parallax who I know have ideas. <laughs> right. So uh, you, it doesn't, um, you don't need to have a product as a minimum valuable product. It could be even like a page, a Facebook page or Instagram page or whatever. So there are, could be some kind of creative ways how to test your idea before studying the actual development. Yeah. For sure, yeah. And it's, so speaking of people have parallel with ideas, uh -huh. uh, this is a, <laughs> we have been doing something called the, the product lab for right. just about a year mm -hmm. or so. And it's kind of starts and stops and ideas get sort of tested there or validated there and or not validated there and then they don't go any further but it's sort of this um, internal product testing environment and there are different people from different uh, teams that help to move through each of these sprints so my question is why is Altos not part of the product lab why is it Kate and Vika's little personal uh, dream so uh, we never like had a strict like plan so we just felt this way and we started doing something and what we could do mm. by, by ourselves like let's say Vika she's responsible for like product vision and visual side right me I'm responsible for connections networking business side and what we could do together we already did so and right now I wish we can be a, a part of product lab and also as I know Irina she leads uh, um, this product lab and I'm, I'm so proud about this initiative at Perlet. All right, um, so what's next for Altos? Are you guys gonna, you ladies going to return to Portugal, launch the app and conquer the world? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Check out altosapp.com and yeah. sign up for the waitlist. If you're in Portugal, be on the lookout for another event coming up in yeah. a few months, a few weeks. Yeah, I hope uh, uh, we come back to Lisbon soon and yeah, we'll uh, continue our journey with uh, events. 
because it's also very inspiring from one side. Uh, yeah, of course you can promote something from uh, through the events. It could be, let's say, for founders, it also could be interesting and useful. I believe. Sure. Because if you have some product or idea, uh, events could be a market for you to promote uh, your idea or product. So you can either like create your own event and that's easy, just text me, I can tell you how to do this. I, I will help you personally to do this. Uh, because I know how it's challenging <laughs> emotionally when you're sitting alone, you never did it, and you're like, what, from what I should start, oh my God why people come there and ask me why I shouldn't be there. It's my personal fault. Okay, let's, let's dive into that a little <laughs> bit more. Because you, you two had only been in Portugal for like a couple months. Yes. All right, so you decide you, what, were, what were your acquisition channels for this event? Uh, did you just post on your personal Instagram? Was it a Facebook event? It's a platform. <laughs> it calls Meetup. Meetup, meet okay. So what's then, wrong with, with Meetup and why is Altos going to beat it? I personally love this platform and if founders of Meetup uh, uh, watching this video, <laughs> yeah, I, I really like this platform. Uh, this, this is true because for me it was very easy to set up this mm -hmm. process and to just to spend $10, let's say, and that's it. I have event. Like, <laughs> but um, I believe that Meetup is more about business side, mm -hmm. right? To um, like business side, yeah, to cover business topic. Uh, our platform is more about friendship first. Mm -hmm. uh, and then like, let's say, as you mentioned already, whatever you wanna, <laughs> it's up to you. Right, yeah. right. Okay, so friendship first, right. as opposed to meetup. Well, that makes sense. Let's talk about a little bit about, since we already said about meetup and some of the other leaders in this space, let's talk about founders. All right, so who is a founder that you consider very successful? Wow. <laughs> who are um, your founder heroes? I think that founders are like very successful. <laughs> they are my heroes because um, it's my ecosystem and they inspire me a lot. Um, that's a difficult actually question. I don't know. Like, I'm not the right person to ask this question just because I'm always trying to find uh, even when you create something small or big. Uh, your founder and what is interesting here I had the conversation at airplane there was a guy he is a um, professor at a Spanish University mm -hmm. and he um, let's say teaches right or like uh, founders not early stage founders but more um, on the growth stage mm -hmm. so when they need scaling and what he told me uh, when we were in conversation about Parallel, about product, about his experience, because he was reading book, I was curious about this book, but um, it doesn't like, uh, okay. So, uh, and what he told, and I liked it a lot, that when you just, no, not just, uh, sorry, uh, when you, then cut them this, okay, <laughs> because it's very important. <laughs> When you work at a company, you have like the specific level of risk. 
But when you're building something mm. and you're telling, you have commitments, you're fundraising, let's say, you have another level of risk and another level of, let's say, in this sphere of respect or whatever. I don't know yet. Maybe yes, maybe no. But it was like what was told to me. And here I also agree that um, when you're uh, trying to build something, it doesn't matter if you're like small or big. It's already cool that you're decided because it's so scary. I'm curious, now that you've started down this sort of path to being a founder, it, are there any lessons that you've learned after working with founders in the Parallax sort of network for the past year? About one and a half year. Year and a half, right? Are there any lessons that you took from those experiences and are applying to your founder? experience going forward um oh my god yeah. i think it's not enough like for us to just uh, for this topic but okay i, I will try the most essential things that i learned sure uh first of all um i don't know um as i understood it's more easy when you have uh, someone on your side co-founder who can support you because uh, sometimes i see that there are some solo entrepreneurs who are building their products and it's not very easy because you just have your, let's say, four hours or eight hours per day. But when you have another person, you have like in twice more. And when you are just alone, uh, solo, so you have your own expertise. That's why you need like other people who can share with you some new insight or ideas. Another point uh, is also to ship fast, right? We always tell about this, but when uh, I see that it's also difficult just to sit or to create pitch deck or to go to investors and pitch the idea or to um, sometimes founders they want to um, that's fine but they want to build uh, one year like sh uh, ship or two years like a big huge uh, MVP for like but Right. You should just find one key uh, thing and uh, launch as fast as possible. What else? Uh, that's that's <laughs> enough. If you, if you want to stop there, that can be I enough. don't know. Um, case by case, so from what I learned here at Parallax, that uh, there is no template, let's say instruction. Okay, I should do this, that, and first stuff, the second one, third one. I'm very... Um, inspired that we always uh, find uh, um, an options to founders, uh, an option to founder when we truly believe and when a founder also believe in parallel. So it kind of uh, hard calls, not unique approach, but custom approach. Yeah, and it also speaks to sort of that risk that we were talking about earlier, like Paralect, we at Paralect community realize that, that this is a risk for all of the startups that are going down this road. So also for us, because the teams are here. So, right. and the, you sort of need a longer term vision than say one bad month or something goes wrong and you say, oh, throw mm -hmm. it all away. No, you can't do that. It's like, gotta keep going. Yeah. Oh, another point is about like product, if we speak, uh, to test a lot before product development. 
yeah, because it's risky, we always even tell to our founders that, okay, we should start from discovery first, to have this prototype, to test with users, to perform these interviews, and then when we are like approved our assumptions, we go further to build the product because we do understand when startup launches their business, they have limited number of like limited money right. and uh, we need to do our best in order to launch the product not just only as soon as possible but to save the budget for founders in order to give them a chance to like explore uh, like another part of uh, their budget and uh, like to grow their community to grow their business uh, yeah so then testing talk to users be on market uh, talk to uh, investors and like really not to be in a bubble when you're just with your founder uh, discussing your idea and you don't have any proof but like uh, talk to other people all right let's talk about let's wrap up talking a little bit more about investors um, because you've okay. been connecting startups with investors you've been building your own investor network i already asked you about that i'm curious um, what is sort of the overall mood of founders and or investors right now. It seems like yeah. everybody's <laughs> talking about negative things. Um, but some people are saying, hey, that's only going to affect later stage startups who raised way too much money based on their valuation. We've already seen some of those valuations come down um, across certain late stage startups. So what have you seen? What have you heard? I believe it makes sense uh, right now uh, it's not so easy as it was before to fundraise and probably it's gonna be more challenging for startups to fundraise money uh, from what I heard from those conversations from people who are fundraising right now and even with uh, experience and with uh, reputation like even those people they are telling that it's kind of challenging right now but uh, also uh, from what I saw and you read that like kind of big uh, unicorns they uh, in a crisis they could do this like uh, amazing products and I believe just right now who have really good idea let's say great idea and um, uh, they, I think they all still can fundraise money and uh, there will be a market for this but it will be more challenging because investors I believe they will ask more things you should be more prepared uh, you should like spend more time in order to make uh, to polish your idea I'm curious about your what you've learned I already asked you about what you learned from the founder side uh, about starting a startup as a founder, but I'm curious what you've learned from investors uh, that you've, you've made connections with. Have you talked to any investors, maybe specifically about the app? Yes. Uh -huh. <laughs> it was challenging. <laughs> it was challenging. Why was it challenging? Um, Here, first, we'll, we'll open our last drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will drink my. So this is a sour fruit ale called Surf in a Big City. So uh, my question was about the investors that you've talked to about the Altos app. Um, why was that challenging? Um, 
So, because uh, from the very beginning we had our pitch deck, and uh, yes, it was pretty nice call because they like started from oh you have a really good energy oh, we trust you it seems like you have a good match as the founders an idea amazing and they told us a lot of good words but then <laughs> there will be another like second part where we like should um, there were questions about security there were questions about our plan for one two years yeah, yeah. but before, when I talked to my like friends that, oh no, you're pretty early, you just need an idea and that's it, but again, so it, it seems like, yeah, really, we need some kind of roadmap, money, board of directors, oh, responsibilities, voting, um, equity, like stocks, uh, and all well, that stuff. Well, okay, let's Legal. back up. <laughs> I guess let's, let's back up a little bit then. I, were you even were you even considering raising money at this point? I mean, have you? Right. You could bootstrap it, right? You could just have it as a side project to test for a little we bit. We considering fundraising. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. So yeah, we were considering, uh, and we are considering to, like fundraise, and we have like a specific amount in our mind. Still, we need to. We don't have the breakdown of costs yet. Uh, we need to spend some more time with Vika to finalize it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, uh, we were considering uh, this. Okay. All right. And. But look, for instance, if we speak about um, my case, right? Uh, it's more. Uh, we were lucky because uh, I had some connections and it was more friendly conversations. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, but also, for instance, as Pitch Drive, yeah, they have their own approach how to score. Uh, and I wish, like, in maybe several months or like year, I will be more experienced in this topic because I do understand that when you connect people, it's just like one side of value. But when you, at this point right now and here, can connect and before to connect, help founders. Let's say, okay, you should like do this. I recommend you to add this. Be more prepared because of that. Mm -hmm. You provide more value. And this is my goal to be more experienced in this sphere as well, to provide more value before they go to those companies and pitch their idea and their roadmap. So, yeah. Right. So you'll sort of bring your firsthand experience to other founders that we work with, yeah, which would be really good. The last thing that I want to ask you about, um, and I want to come back to sort of the idea of digital versus um, physical communities and sort of what is your approach for Altos? What kind of community do you want to build around the product itself? And where do you want that to live? Do you want it to be like just Instagram followers? Do you want it to be within the app itself? Like how do you... What's your plan for that side of marketing? For now, that's a good question uh, because we still don't have marketing support. <laughs> but for now, we have Instagram. And also, we were thinking together that we need to create the Facebook page and test our idea before a product, even Facebook, because 
And we noticed that people can just uh, create hangouts via Facebook groups. Yeah. And this was like funny. What really right now? Like in 2021? Oh, sorry, 2022. So really, Facebook. Uh, I was surprised because I'm personally not a fan of Facebook. Yeah. So I don't use it, uh, and I didn't know what is going on on Facebook at all. But people just showed me some groups with uh, people who like, okay, I'm going there, who will join? And just people commenting yeah, or yeah. something like this. And I, okay, we should like build community first, maybe again, uh, because it's our assumption. On social media uh, or like um, social network like Facebook or Instagram. And then when we, our application is ready, just to like um take them away <laughs> <laughs> so onboard everyone so all like application like look we have like more convenient tool and solution go there yeah so yeah yeah and that that seems like it's one of the main problems for social related apps is yes. you have to get the community where the people are which is mostly facebook instagram whatever platform they use whatsapp um, and then sort of convince them to come away from there and bring all their friends. <laughs> right, right. And uh, this was also my thought that not the product uh, is more, most important, but community is most important because when you have, uh, just you have phone and nobody else, you don't have this value uh, of, I mean, this phone is not valuable for you. Right. But when I, or let's say, yeah, we all have our phones, we can do something together for this like tool. And uh, from this point, it becomes valuable. Uh, here is the same. If our application doesn't have anybody inside, what is, is the point? We should like build first the community, mm -hmm. Altus community. Altus. And I was also thinking about to, we personally want to do hangout events and invite people. So before even like the product shipped, so we wanted to do those events and already do some activity to mm. build this community even through events. Awesome. Well, I look forward to following along with the progress of Altos and I wish you and Vika as co-founders the best of luck and go confidently along your founder journey. Anybody out there who is hanging out or will be in <laughs> Lisbon, Portugal in the near future, and you want to meet up with some awesome founders and meet more of the great startup community in Portugal, okay. Kate is your person for that, I think, <laughs> or at least one of the people that you should meet. Thank so you. I will give everybody links to your sort of uh, social media, right? Nice. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Find her on LinkedIn or whichever platform you prefer. And um, yeah, thanks so much for coming on the show and Thank you. being my guest. Thank you a lot for the invitation. <laughs>